Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. I'm your host, Sarah M. Chapel, and we have an exciting little episode for you today. We're going to do a mini training about how to actually create consistent income in your business. I've broken it down into three simple steps that's going to help you to clarify what makes money in your business and then make sure that you're actually focusing there instead of doing all the things. Um, If you're listening to this when this comes out, our Holistic Business Academy, where we go deep into these processes and everything that we talk about here on the podcast to help spiritual entrepreneurs like you make more money and help more people, Uh, with a sustainable, supportive, values-led business. It's open right now for registration. Um, You can learn more at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash join. Um, That'll give you all the information about our program. Registration is open. I would love to see you all in there. We have, in the past couple months, if you've listened to the show, you know, completely revamped the program. We're in the process of releasing a brand new seven-phase holistic business framework that takes you from the mindset and belief works and spiritual work that's necessary to grow a sustainable business through discovering your values into creating bare-bones offers that can be validated quickly so you can know you're focusing in the right place of your business and then building and attracting an audience that actually converts. Um, I'm so excited about the new content and to welcome our new members. So go and check that out at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash join and uh, let me know if you have any questions. I'm always available over on Instagram to chat with you at Sarah M. Chapel. We'll link all of that up in the show notes as well. So for our training today, you know, I was asking folks over on Instagram recently and talking to a bunch of people in research calls about what is really coming up for you in your businesses right now. And one of the big things that people brought up is consistent revenue and consistent income. That that up and down of having months, you know, it's kind of feast or famine vibe in the business. Months that do really well, months where it's just like there's nothing there. Um, but that's really stressful for a lot of folks. And quick side note, this came up actually in HBA. One of our members mentioned this. For some of you, that actually probably doesn't feel stressful. You actually don't mind doing a big launch, making a bunch of money at once, um, and then you know, kind of letting things trickle out until you're ready to launch again. We do that a lot in my business too. So if you're like, consistency for me is doing a big push once every three months, that's great, right? You get to define what consistency is. I know for a lot of you though, what you're really looking to is kind of replace that feeling of getting a paycheck, of knowing that there's money that you can depend on in your business. And when I was starting to look at this and really break down what I've seen work for our students who are creating consistent income, I came up with three primary steps, and that's what we're gonna take a look at today. We're gonna try and keep this really simple and like short and sweet too. I want you to actually like implement this idea uh, rather than hear me ramble about it too much. So we're gonna see if we can make this like concise. Wish me luck. (laughs) The first step is figuring out what generates revenue. Now, I know this sounds a little bit silly. You're like, obviously I need to know what sells, but you'd be amazed, and you may be one of these people, that's okay, you may be amazed by how many people actually don't know what is driving sales in their business. Um, In the new Holistic Business Academy framework, we actually have a whole lesson about auditing your business. And one of the things that we're doing in that is actually looking at what percentage of revenue everything you sell is generating over a three-month period. You can do this on a monthly period as well. This is absolutely critical 
So many business owners don't actually know what is making the money in the business. This gets into the mindset work and the neuropsychology of how we um, interact with the world and how our brains filter the world. But so often we operate off of our assumptions and we see evidence for those assumptions. Your brain actually works to reaffirm your assumptions, what you've told it's important or over time. So when we go and look at the data, we might find a very different picture. For example, um, when I was doing lots of one-on-one work, in my mind, that was what was generating the most revenue because that was the highest ticket offer. Working with me one-on-one is expensive. So I would get a contract that was a high-level contract with you know a fair amount of money. And so in my head, I was like, oh, well, obviously this is critical to the business. This is generating the most revenue. But when I looked at it, that alone was actually only 20% of our revenue, for example. So when I decided I wanted to do a little bit less of that and focus on our group programs and focus on the Holistic Business Academy, it was easier to say, okay, great, because the amount of effort that went into getting these high ticket clients for me and my own energy levels, it's just not, I love working with people one-on-one, but I can only work with like one or two people at a time. So it was never going to be something that was like the bread and butter for my business. It was easier for me to make that decision because I was like, oh, well, 20% of revenue actually isn't that much. That can be replaced, right? We also might find that we're doing a bunch of things that are all together doing like one, three, five percent of our revenue. This is pretty common, especially if you're newer to business and you have a ton of different offers. You probably have a bunch of little slices of things that feel like they're generating a lot of money. But when you look at them, you're actually kind of splitting up your focus. So the first step is to figure out what is actually generating revenue. What is doing it? For us right now, it's basically split in two. Uh, when we did this exercise, I look at this, uh, I do this part of my bookkeeping. I have bookkeepers who who work um, and do this for me now. But in bookkeeping, it's really easy to do this, but you can also do the math on your own. So I look at it basically every month, and I see what percentage of revenue came from different sources. So for me, it's about half and a half, um, depending on the month, depending on the month for sure. But usually over the course of the year, about 50% of our revenue has come from Holistic Business Academy, and about 50% has come from my group coaching programs. That's really useful information. My goal is to get that to shift so that Holistic Business Academy is closer to 75% of our revenue. I actually want it to be higher and that about 25% or maybe 30% or so is group programs. I only have, I only have a handful of primary offers. So this information is really important because it starts to let you know what's actually making money. And you might recognize that you have too many offers. You might recognize that you're still doing things that you think you have to do, but they actually aren't pulling their weight. You might be surprised by what it is, whether that is your what your top product is, for example, or your top service. So that is the first step. What is making money? Do not skip this step. <laughs> Don't please (laughs) look at your numbers, do the math. It is worth taking the time to figure out what people are actually paying for in your business. Now, once you know what is your primary offers, what is actually generating revenue, you need to figure out how you're making those sales. Now, if you already have a sales system in place, maybe you've worked with me in the incubator or you're already inside HBA and kind of doing the advanced sales work, this might be an easy, easy answer. You're like, okay, I know I do live webinar launches and I have this conversion rate and XYZ, right? Or I post on Instagram and do a, um, a, essentially a cart open period to book my tarot readings and I book them out at this percent, right? Or something like that. Or I do a shop open um, and I sell out in five days, whatever, right? You might already have that. If you're newer to business, this might be a little bit more challenging, but it's still worth thinking about. Looking at those top offers, those top products, top services, 
whatever they are, how did you make those sales? What actions are you taking that are leading to those sales? And most importantly, at what rate are you selling? Essentially, what is your conversion rate for those products? For example, one of the reasons I love teaching launching, uh, whether we're doing an evergreen funnel or we're doing a live launch, at least the foundations of it, is because it makes it easy to track your results, not just revenue, but the rate at which people who are interested are purchasing. That number is gold, my friends. That is like the most important number, one of the most important numbers in your business when it comes to sales is knowing your conversion rate. So all a conversion rate is essentially the number of people who and you can do this different ways, but for our purposes, I'm going to say the number of people who purchased an offer divided by the total number of people who expressed interest. Now, if you're doing a launch, for example, the expressed interest number, that's going to be the number of people who signed up for your free experience, like your webinar, your challenge, your email series, okay? If you're doing something uh, that has sales calls, for example, it'd be the number of people who booked sales calls. That would be the total number of, of people who booked interest. Um, if you're doing something a little bit more uh, unstructured, like posting on Instagram or something like that, you could look and see the number of people who saw the Instagram post maybe versus who purchased, or the number of who, people who visited the sales page for the product or service versus those who purchased. But pick something to be consistent with so that you are tracking your numbers against yourself. The key here is that you're not actually looking at your entire audience. It's not the number of people who purchased divided by the total number of people who could have possibly heard about this thing, because that doesn't account for the fact that not everyone is actively interested. It, it, it ends up deflating your numbers too much. So for example, we're launching HBA right now. I'll look at the total number of people who purchase and join during this launch and divide it by the total number of people who raised their hands and said they were interested by joining the webinar or clicking one of our links. So you have to know this rate because once you know that rate, you know the input to output ratio for sales activities in your business. And this is the key to consistent sales. If you're like most spiritual entrepreneurs, and most, most small business owners in general, frankly, you probably spend a lot of time doing things that do not matter. This is so normal. We, we talk about this all the time on the show. Um, we've had lots of episodes about you know, getting focused in your business, not focusing on things like vanity metrics, not getting like, you know, stuck on your, your fonts or tweaking your website or like whatever your little like fiddly thing is, <laughs> we all have them. And instead getting focused on sales. Once you know your rate, now something really magical happens. You know how many people you need to interact with how many people you need to have book a sales call, how many people you need to register for a webinar, how many people you need to respond to a DM or to open your email, whatever rate you're using, to hit your goals. You can reverse engineer your goals. This is sales 101 stuff. So like, I don't want to sit here and think like, oh my God, Sarah invented something cool. I did it. This is really, really normal. If you've ever had a sales job, one of the things you probably do is figure out how many prospects, how many potential customers you need to talk to in order to secure a sale. And it's the exact same thing here in your business. Once you know that conversion rate, then you know the number of people you need to talk to. So for example, if you do a webinar and you have a 10% conversion rate, then you know that if you want 10 sales, you need 100 people to register. Okay, are you following me? <laughs> if you need to write that down, do that. I know for a lot of folks, um, math can be very visual. That lets us know, okay, if I wanna make 10 sales of this offer and it converts at 
And we know that because we've tried it before and we tracked it. So just to be clear, there is a bit of a chicken or egg situation. You have to just do the thing to get some numbers to then do the thing again. So just, just fucking do the thing. <laughs> if you're in HBA, you're going to hear all about this with our bare bones offer and our bare bones marketing and sales system that you're going to be putting together. We're, we're just getting into action. You have to try in order to get numbers. So once you have that number, now you know you need 100 people, right? If you're doing sales calls and um, half of the people you speak to buy... Now you know you have a 50% close rate on your sales calls for your one-on-one coaching or for whatever you're working on. And now you know how many calls you need to book in a given week to hit your goals. It's actually this simple. And this is where the consistent revenue comes in with our third step, which is doing it. I know, right? I was like, what's making sales? What rate are they selling at? Do the thing that makes the sales. (laughs) Those are our three steps for consistent income. If it sounds simple, it's because it is. People want to make this really complicated. I also, and I I hear you, a lot of times we don't actually want to do the sales work. We're, We're tired, we're overwhelmed, we feel like we're being pushy. But if we want that consistent income, then we have to consistently be selling in some way. We'll talk about some workarounds in a second. But you have to do it. You have to do the thing that actually generates revenue. If what generates revenue for you is putting out a call to action on an Instagram story to book a sale, to book a call with you, a free call, uh, and you know you need 10 calls in order to get five clients, then that needs to be your focus. Booking those calls is your activity. That's what you need to do. And then getting them on the call and making sure they're a good fit for your offer and inviting them to join you. This, it's not actually as complicated as we wanted to think. And just to be clear, like we've really pared this back. There's a reason for that. I love things like content marketing. Obviously, we have a podcast. We're starting a blog. We do free trainings. We do so many different things. We do free coaching. I've been hosting a room over on Clubhouse, same name, come hang out, where it's called Bad for Business. And we talk about all the things that we've been told to do or all the things we're afraid to do or all the things that we think we're not supposed to do, but we do anyway. (laughs) Anything that's bad for business. So coming out with me on Clubhouse. I love stuff like that. But ultimately, if that doesn't generate revenue for me, if that doesn't lead to sales, then it is literally a waste of my time (laughs) in the context of business. I do tons of things that are not business related. That's great. But for business, I'm here to make sales and to help the people who buy for me. And obviously to create the free content that we do here for all of you. But if something doesn't generate revenue, I'm not going to keep doing it. It's I, I'm, I, I want to live my life. <laughs> I want to do other stuff. <laughs> all right, I want that for all of you. So all the marketing tools and strategies and tips and tricks and stuff that you hear about, and even the things that I, I teach and share inside of HBA, are designed to get you in front of people so you can do this thing that actually leads to sales. Not just so you can post more on Instagram, not so you can go live, not so you can like make reels and do TikTok dances or whatever. I mean, do that. But the goal has to be linked to sales. And if those actions are not driving sales, then that is getting in the way of your consistent income. Doing the wrong things, the things that are not revenue generating activities, it is what is getting in the way. So let's just recap real quick. Your first step is to figure out what is actually selling in your business. Do an audit of your business and see what is driving revenue. This is important anyway, because you might find out too that the thing that you know, you're hanging your hat on that's really supporting you is something you actually don't like, in which case then you need to you know, rework your business, right? We wanna make sure your business is in alignment if the primary revenue thing is something you don't enjoy. 
we got to make a change. But you might be surprised by what you find. It might not be, you might find that, oh, actually, this thing is a bigger piece of the pie. I bet if I just focus there, then I would make more money. And we, this is in the new HBA as well. We talk about what happens with the, uh, um, but I'm multi-passionate. And like, I hear you, I am too. And we talk about the ver spaghetti method versus the uh, fucking focused method, which is what I call it. The reality is that spaghetti, throwing spaghetti against the wall, trying a bunch of stuff, it's awesome. It's super fun. It is not scalable. And it is probably at some point going to actually reduce your earning potential. More focused offers lets you streamline the sales process we're talking about right now. So it's scalable. And so you can actually get more out of your selling time. Um, so I just put that in your ear. You can keeping in mind, of course, that, like you can love a bunch of stuff and not monetize all of it. You can keep doing different things. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But if you're finding yourself overwhelmed in your business, you might be trying to do too many different things. And the audit is really helpful to see, okay, this actually isn't that big a part of the business. We went through the same thing when I stopped the physical product line. That was making about 25% of our revenue, so not negligible. But as I've shared on the podcast before, we were at a place where I needed to really decide, is that what I want to go all in on? We needed to, to upgrade. We, I needed to rent a kitchen at that point, like all sorts of these like, kind of like logistic decisions in order to grow it. Uh, and I ultimately decided no for, for various reasons that I won't rehash here. But it was helpful for me to see at 25%, I was like, okay, well, that's not a small chunk, but it's not a huge chunk. So now is a good time to make this decision because if we keep growing it, it's going to take up more and more of my time and it's going to become a bigger and bigger part of the business. And stopping that's going to be harder from a financial perspective. So see what is actually making money in your business. Is it the thing you want to make money and how then are you making money from it? What is your conversion rate for sales? How are people buying it from you? Once you know that rate and you identify the sales process that people are moving through in your business to buy that thing, then you do more of that. That you do more of that. In fact, you do it consistently. You figure out what you want your consistent income to be. And you reverse engineer using your conversion rates to see how many sales conversations, how many Instagram posts, how many emails, how many launches, whatever it is that you have to do to get the right number of people to see the offer so that that 10% or 3% or whatever your conversion rate is, they buy. It's actually math. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just math. Um, I do want to address the kind of... Uh, elephant in the room here with consistency, which is, well, Sarah, you just did a whole thing about not selling all the time with your launch incubator launch. I know, right? Weird. Consistent revenue comes from consistent action, but there are ways that we can massage what consistency looks like. I mentioned at the beginning that for some of you, doing a big live launch once a quarter might be your consistency. You know how many people you need to come to your launch in order to hit your revenue goals and basically pay for the next two to three months of your business. Or if you have a much more robust business, you'll see this very often, a lot of people do one to two launches a year and that's it, right? And maybe have some other products on the side, but their primary offers, they launch one or two times a year. That is still consistent, it's just less frequent. But if you want true consistent income, something has to be happening on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to generate that revenue. There are two things that I like. First of all, one is payment plans and memberships. 
Um, things where you have recurring payments from people create that consistency. So when you do a launch, for example, you can offer a payment plan or two, which is um, helpful for accessibility. A lot of folks don't have that cash right up front to buy something, um, but also then gives you a stable income for the duration of the payment plan. Memberships, which you all know are, I'm a big fan of, are consistent revenue as well. While you do have to be mindful of things like churn, people, people are going to leave your membership and have a plan to get people into the membership over time to maintain and grow those levels, there is a fair amount of consistency. And in fact, something like churn, which is the percentage of people who are leaving every month um, from your membership, that can be calculated and should be a stable number. So you can actually make predictions about where your revenue will be several months from now um, if you did nothing else. So you have a sense of consistency there as well. The third piece, um, which is what we're working on in the incubator right now, is automation. And you can have automated sales experiences for your customers that help them to make buying decisions without you having to hold their hand the entire way. I call these facilitated sales experiences because a lot of automated funnels are super sleazy um, and gross and manipulative, but to be completely honest, just posting something on your website and hoping someone's going to buy it, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it, it, it's really hard for people to make buying decisions without getting more support from you to understand the context and help them see whether or not this is what they truly want. If they just think about, I don't know, clothes shopping or something, how often do you go to a clothing website and say you want something and put it in your cart and then leave it there for three months, right? You might eventually buy it if, if the website sends you a, oh, get 10% off. That's them facilitating your buying decision. Uh, you forgot this in your cart. Here's free shipping, right? That's what they're doing is because otherwise there's no reason for you to buy it, especially if it's a company where it's available all the time, right? It's something that you can generally get. They don't generally sell out or they don't sell out very quickly. So instead of creating fake urgency, what we can do is facilitate that through automation. And that's, we've talked about this on the show before, definitely beyond the scope of what we can cover right here today. But if you're getting kind of like a little tweaked about hearing that you need to do this consistent action, something really exciting to look at will be like, well, what are the things that can be automated? For example, if somebody joins your mailing list, you can very easily create an automated email sequence they go through to introduce them to one of your products. You write it once, you put it up, and then, right, you, you measure your conversion rate and see how many people need to go through it to hit your sales goals. So I hope this has been helpful to start to really map out what consistency is. The primary key takeaway here from this, though, is to make sure that the consistent actions you're taking in your business are actually revenue-generating actions that you're actually doing the things that make money, not the things that you think you're supposed to do, not the things that you see other people doing, because just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean it's working for them. I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I can't tell you how many people I know, followings far larger than mine who can't, can't sell a thing. Um, I don't, that's just the way it is, right? We have to learn how to sell and actually do the right activities in order to generate that revenue. Large audiences or lots of likes on something or going viral on TikTok does not necessarily equal more sales. So we have to figure out what those sales activities are and then give ourselves the gift of resting in the conversion rate and knowing if we take these actions this week, if we talk to these many people, if this many people join my mailing list, if this many people respond to my DMs, then I'm likely to get these sales. That's how consistency happens. By reverse engineering and figuring out what correct actions you need to take and how many of those actions you need to take 
on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly business, quarterly thing, however you have it set up, and that will create the consistent income. I hope this has been helpful to kind of break down these three steps to look at your business through the lens of what's actually making money so that you can ultimately all stop doing all the busy work. <laughs> like you, and I can't tell you what the busy work is, so I can usually make guests. You've heard me make some guesses today. Tweaking websites, uh, posting on Instagram all the time too much, things like that <laughs> are usually the busy work. But that's going to be different for each and every business, which is why you need to do this audit and take a look and figure out what is actually driving sales for you. And again, if you want to go deeper into this and you want to do this in a values-led community of spiritual entrepreneurs like you, the Holistic Business Academy is open right now. This is what we do all day long is look at these kinds of metrics and also how we want to feel in our businesses, make sure that the offers we're doing are actually what we want to be selling, that we're selling in a way that feels aligned with us but is also still effective, all while harnessing intuition and strategy to grow a sustainable business. You can learn all about it over at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash join or ping me over on Instagram at Sarah M. Chapel. I would love to talk to you and make sure that the Holistic Business Academy is the next right step for you and your business. Hope you are having a beautiful week and I will see you on the internet. Bye for now. <music>